last time on Incredible Critics. Tuna, where can people connect with us and let us know more movies that they think deserve sequels? Let us know how you think Frankie's calf replacement went uh, at facebook.com. Slash... Implant? That's weird. Replacement. <laughs> calf replacement? What are you doing? <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to Incredible Critics. Incredible not because we're great, but much like Ben's ability to foresee the future, our credibility is seriously in question. I'm joined by Frankie number two Fusco. Frankie, how you doing? Hey, Andrew. How's it going? <laughs> it's going all right, and unfortunately, um, we can't have Tim with us tonight. He wasn't feeling well right before we started this broadcast. So, uh, Tim, we hope you're feeling better, man. And, I, think, uh, I think he's full of lies. I think he just wants to eat some more hot dogs and hamburgers <laughs> and enjoy the Memorial Day weather. Yeah, happy Memorial Day uh, to you all and to you, Frankie. And, uh, and we also have a special guest with us today, my friend, Peter Cutbay. Peter, how you doing? Another beautiful day on God's green earth. I'm doing all right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, what have you guys been up to this week? Well, you can go ahead. Yeah. yeah, I um, <clears throat> I was running a little late today because we officially moved. So Erin, since quarantine started, has been working in the dining room. And she took one of my monitors and she's been, you know, pretty much set there as her makeshift office until she goes back to work. We recently found out she will not be going back to work until at least September, if not longer. Um, and other companies similar to hers are waiting till January just because of the size of the companies and the small areas that they work in. So they have to let people back in waves. Um, <clears throat> so we decided to make one of the spare bedrooms her office. And that's what we did today. And which was great because I got my monitor back, but I was running around trying to get my monitor hooked up. My um video camera was up my webcam was upstairs everything was just all over the place and i cleaned it's been great so i'm i'm excited as you can see i decorated a little bit yeah, um fantastic great so yeah, although i feel like i, I got all cry. this put together yeah you should cry it's that beautiful <laughs> um and besides that it's just been um you know almost normal memorial day weekend i should say like we kept to social distancing we went over to my boss's house who lives down the road from me and just did a little barbecue with him and his family. So there was like, you know, five Aww. or six of us and hung out by the pool. It was almost like a regular Memorial Day. So it was, that was pretty cool. That's nice. about, What about you, buddy? Well, uh, this morning I, I uh, recorded video of a limited attendance memorial service um, at a cemetery of our, our local town. And uh, it was, it was, uh, it was nice to be able to have that. Um, sad that you know not the same number of people that normally attend could make it usually have a big turnout um people in our area are usually really uh great about coming out to honor uh, our veterans and servicemen and women in that way but um but it was cool that we were able to still do something uh, so we'll be putting up a, a video about that tomorrow as like a highlight reel of what happened um, but uh, aside from that today just had some ice cream with some friends downtown um, at a socially distant, safe safe distance from each other, of course. 
You don't and, uh, have to social distance from your parents, Andrew. Just so you know. No one's going to arrest you, Andrew. It's yeah, okay. if you're in, you live in the house with them, you don't have to go out and social distance in public. You guys can still. Okay, you caught me. I went upstairs, got some ice cream. <laughs> well, you said friends, so I just assumed, you know, you, you went out with your parents. They wouldn't let me bring the cats, so. Yeah. It's true friends. <laughs> and, and Peter's too far. Aww. <laughs> and, uh, and then just had some dinner with my folks played some games with my uh, my sister too um aside from that yeah just pretty pretty chill day and did some work but how about you pete oh boy um before i start i just want to say before i forget in regards to frankie's uh living area i've never seen up ever oh wow crazy isn't it? that is sad you yeah. should watch it because i've heard i'm not i don't think i'm emotionally ready for it i've heard it has a very very sad undertone to it um, just the beginning. So I mean, once you get past the first ten minutes, it's it's fine. Right. Yeah, it's like the opposite of most uh, other uh, Pixar movies. You know, so, like uh, sad at yep. the end. Yeah, this is just sad, really sad in the beginning, and then <laughs> on the rest of it's great. Gets all the tears out right away. Mm-hmm. Did you see it at Valley Forge, Pete? Uh, I mean, uh, Frankie. Uh, no, I don't know where I saw it. I when I saw it for the first time, they they were showing it in the the chapel at Valley Forge. Oh, I do remember. I was there when they showed it in the chapel. I was in the the the, the video studio. The best part was like everybody. I was I was sitting on the same like row as a bunch of the guys in the hall. So you know everybody's ready to have a good time. Then like 10, 15 minutes in, just like everybody in the chapel's just crying. <laughs> no, I think I think I saw it in theaters, but I also I was also in the chapel when they when we showed it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. that was something else and just looking left and right and like seeing all the, the you know the the big uh basketball players like trying not to many <laughs> tears show <laughs> oh teddy bears that's what they are teddy bears <laughs> something like that but uh before i uh i'll just finish what i, what I was saying about my day uh nothing remarkable however one thing i do want to tell you guys i was playing the witcher 3 and i tried playing it with the hud off so that way Ooh. like all you see is the game so there's nothing nothing there's no like not even a, there's not even a press e to open like nothing's on the screen except oh the game my gosh. and let me tell you i like stopped fast traveling because the game is so beautiful you just kind of <laughs> you just want to walk like for the first time i finally appreciated uh the game but uh you know opening up the map every two minutes <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> i gotta get used to it but that's about all i did today that was worth of uh, worth noting i can appreciate that I, I like games that give you the option to turn the hud off mm-hmm. on and off i did that with um legend of zelda breath of the wild after i played mm-hmm. through it the first time yeah especially oh, if the third. games have a great art direction or, or just mm-hmm. good graphics in general yeah it's it's great incredible it's <laughs> no pun intended get out, yeah get out. <laughs> sorry okay yeah i'm fired okay, yeah. No, you're hired <laughs> we need to find out what's on Frankie, what have you been watching? Oh, well, that's great. I knew you were going to come to me first. I am ready. <laughs> um, so I have been – actually, I just started watching uh, Schitt's Creek. Um, I don't know. It just – the last season just aired. It was a – was this CBS? ABC, CBS show or – You know what? I don't know. I can't think of what station it was. Anyway, I'm watching on Netflix, which is – how we watch most of our stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, so it's, uh, you know, it's won ton of awards, best comedy, multiple years. Um, 
and I've always wanted to watch it, but I never had, uh, I just never had the, I don't know, just never thought about it, had the time to sit down and watch all of it because there's a lot of seasons. But it's, it's created by uh, Eugene Levi and his son, Dan Levi, mm-hmm. uh, who both star in it as well. Um, Catherine O'Hara is in it, and they play like this, well, the first episodes, they're a super wealthy family. Um, and I guess made a poor business decision where they had their business manager kind of screw them over and stole all their money and then never paid any taxes. Mm-hmm. So the um, IRS comes and just takes everything from them and they have to move out of their house and everything. And, and as a joke, the only thing that works out in their favor, Eugene Levi, the dad, um, bought a town named Schitt's Creek uh, for his son as a joke. And then so <laughs> their, their, their lawyer is like, well, the only saving grace you have is, you know, everything was legal with this purchase of this town. You could pretty much go live there for free. And it's like this middle of nowhere, probably, I forget what, I don't know what's, if they say what state it's in, but it looks like someplace where you live, Andrew. And like, like, <laughs> like middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania town and town name, you know, Schitt's Creek. And they go there and they have to live at a motel because it's the only place that they can live rent free because they own the town. So they're given, they're letting them have two rooms for free. Well, that's kind um, of and it's, uh, it's just kind of these, it's about these really rich people who come from like New York city or LA and now well, have to live in a small town. Story. Yeah. Almost like a throwback to uh green acres, you know, the, city living farm living anyway but um it's really it's really really funny like really funny one of the, probably one of the funniest shows i watched in a long time um so i've been binging that and that's been the new thing this week oh and i did finish uh we'll talk a little bit i wish tim was here but i did finish clone wars so i finished all seven seasons of clone oh, wars he can talk to you about that so good like my, season seven too and yeah, I finished season seven. Oh yeah. Might be my favorite piece of Star Wars work. Yep. No, yep. It is, it's not perfect. There are a lot of things where you're like, clearly George Lucas had a hand in this episode because it's stupid. <laughs> and there's a few episodes that I, you know, I, I went through um, StarWars.com has like the, the chronological order to watch in because, you know, in typical Star Wars fashion, it didn't air in chronological order. It just kind of jumps around. And so, like, the fr- starts off, you're issues. supposed to start off in, like, season three, episode one and two, and then it goes to the movie. So I read it all that, including the movie. And some of it is a little dumb, and there's some episodes that they skip over. And then there's even some episodes that were on the list that I skipped because I just – there's a whole, like, three-episode series where they're in an underwater city fighting, and it, it just oh, wow. makes you angry because none of it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, you're like, how are you yep. swinging the lightsaber underwater like that? There's, like, tubes that they're really? swimming in. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. There's, like, series. tubes that they're swimming in um, on, in the underwater city that connect buildings and things like that. But there's water in the tubes, and there's water outside the tubes. So why are the tubes there? It makes no sense. It, it was – I watched one episode, and I'm done. I'm skipping over this. It's not important. And But the rest of the show is just phenomenal. And Ahsoka might be my favorite Star Wars character. She is amazing. And honestly, if... if That's a bold if, statement, by the way. If they, uh, Yeah, it That's is a bold statement. That's a very statement. bold statement. <laughs> I thought about it. But the, and, and honestly, the, the only competition that she has is the Anakin, Anakin. in the yes. Clone Wars series. Because <laughs> if, the, if they would have had... If they would have written Anakin, like they... In, in episode two and three, like they wrote him in the Clone Wars series... 
game changer for those movies. They might have been they would have been way better movies. Unfortunately, George Lucas did a horrendous job directing and writing those movies. <laughs> and <laughs> it is what it is, but Anakin in the Clone Wars is like the character you want to you want to be. And like you understand everything he does and how he does it and you agree yeah. with him. He's just like the perfect protagonist and he's amazing. So I I finished Clone Wars. Um I highly recommend it. And I just started, I didn't just start Rebels. I started Rebels as well. And I'm like, don't bother. Don't even bother. Two don't seasons. Bother. Into, I've heard great things about Rebels and I don't hate it. Um, you said that. <laughs> I, had, I, have a, I have a few friends who really liked Rebels. actually liked it better than Clone Wars. And it's. Well, okay, you should stop talking about friends. They, uh, <laughs> it's, it's not bad. It, it, I, I think Rebels is pretty good. My only, my only issue with it, and it's not, has nothing to do with me. It's definitely more kid friendly and more aimed towards kids. Um, which is it is what it is but it's you know but it, overall the story is pretty good and i like the idea but there are a lot of and i'm going too long into this because it's good i'll continue your passion <laughs> we'll runs deep it's it okay. does but there's a lot of questions and and i get it and there's that whole from a particular point of view you know the the classic star wars line hmm. um it just doesn't add up because like clone <laughs> rebels takes place 15 years after clone wars and five years before a new hope and there's these two jedi and i'm not all the way through clone wars i'm only two seasons in i think or something like that mm-hmm. and maybe three and so i don't know what happens at the end but ahsoka's still around in, in the in the uh rebels and apparently she's around after um yeah. return rebels. of the jedi or return of skywalker's yeah. Revenge, mandalorian she's gonna be in mandalorian. yeah she's gonna be a mandalorian so where the heck was she how is this all the, and then these two other Jedis five uh-huh. years before New Hope, right? That are just running around fighting, um, starting the rebellion. And then when New Hope comes around, there people are like, Jedi, that's a myth. Those things aren't real. We've never heard of those except for five years ago. Oh, and by the way, the Clone Wars was only 20 years ago and there were 10,000 Jedi back then. All right, two yeah. things I just want to throw yeah. in there. Um, one, I think Dave Filoni did an excellent job of. Um, explaining where ahsoka was during order 66 without yes. it feeling too corny would you agree oh yeah 100 it made sense to you like the like, last okay, yeah. season four most of four but all of five six and seven were the best three seasons of clone wars in my opinion. right right no i agree yeah i got really good after season four um anywho uh what i wanted to say is so i have faith in him that he will continue his good work of continuity and cover up the uh, little holes here and there during the Mandalorian. Um, so I just, like you said, oh, the second thing I wanted to say is that I don't want to offend you or your friends, but in my <laughs> opinion, very strong opinions about Star Wars. <laughs> I do, I do. I'm very, and all over, all over the Star Wars mm-hmm. timeline. But I'm going to attack Star Wars Rebels. I think it shouldn't exist. Um, I think it kind of ruined the ending of Clone Wars for me. Because like knowing that Ahsoka, you know, is safe and all right, not mm-hmm. to quote, not to quote Darth Vader, and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know, I just and there's like only two. I don't want to ruin it. I'm not going to say what these moments are. Yeah, yeah. There's only two scenes in Rebels that I really, really, really like. Everything okay. else is like mashed potatoes with no seasoning. Well, it's just, so when yeah. you say Rebels ruined the ending of Clone Wars, you mean Rebels ruined the ending of Clone Wars? before the ending of clone wars happened because rebels completely aired before the last two seasons of clone no wars. i know yeah is that, is that I, what you mean that's what i I mean like i knew that ahsoka was going to be safe right mm-hmm. after after empire takeover 
and that kind of bummed me out knowing it like it's gotcha. like right because yeah. you yeah because you i wanted to know emotional payoff yes. yeah i wanted an emotional payoff with ahsoka it would have been better that i like you know after what i'm not going to say what happens yeah, yeah. it'd be cooler like you know it would have given that edge like knowing that she was in real danger like you don't know you know but now she's just like she'll be all right along with rex <laughs> and you know whatever and i yeah um, you know it's um it's a shame that's all I have to say. I'm not going to get into it. Otherwise, my head's we'll, going to explode. We'll, we'll get back into it after I finish it. Give me a couple of weeks, and I'll have Rebels finished, and I'll have you back on, and we can, oh, I can well, we'll, give you my oh, final oh. opinion of it. We'll have a saucy debate. Yeah, so far, like I said, I, I don't think it's bad. Clone Wars, I think, is close to the, the perfect Star Wars show that you wanted. I even think it's better than Mandalorian um, so far. So yeah, I agree. I, and it only – and nothing against Mandalorian or anything like that, but it just – and I like Mandalorian. It's just um, – it, it, you can do a lot more in an animated version than you can. Same thing with a comic. You can do a lot more with a comic than you can with a live action TV show as far as budget go and, and special effects and things like that. And it, Clone Wars is legit the Star Wars TV show you always wanted when back before or even right after the prequels or before the prequels. Like that, when everyone wanted a Star Wars TV show. Like it was. I'm it, just thinking about it. What a hot mess the prequels are. <laughs> they're so bad. They're, listen, they're not. And I don't know how often you listen to our show, but we've talked about this a little uh-huh. bit. I talked about with yeah. Tim. The, I went back and rewatched all the prequels um, before this last Star Wars came out. And the the storyline the outline of the prequels right is genius it is. emperor palpatine's senator palpatine's rise to power his whole character arc and and everything that happens in the prequels as far as an outline like if we on paper sat, yeah if you sat down and <laughs> thank you andrew like, thank yeah, you <laughs> this is this is this is phenomenal this is a great idea george uh-huh. i agree okay let's uh-huh. make this movie uh-huh. then the direct and and here's here's my fault and here's what i think i i blame everything on george lucas i'm not one of those guys who 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 protects them because in the movie are amazing actors you have academy award winning actors and even hayden christensen has gone on and done a couple things where you're like oh he actually isn't a bad actor he's george lucas took these amazing actors and the script Mm-hmm. And his directing made them look horrible because they are horrendous. Yep. In no, Hayden prequels. acted. Hayden acted his heart out in Revenge of the Sith. Don't at me. Yeah, and he and was it, amazing. And yeah. it was just poorly, poorly, poorly written, and clearly poorly directed. Because if you get that kind of acting out of amazing actors and it's that bad, it's uh-huh. it's a director's problem. So, no. um, he he, I feel like George Lucas found CG and was like, oh my god, CG. Just <laughs> oh, and there's god. just way too much of Emperor Palpatine flying around and um, <laughs> horrible makeup and CG faces. And, Are you referencing uh, when Yoda force pushed mm-hmm. him across the room? I'm referencing every time he jumps with a lightsaber. The twirl. Come on, come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> The twirl, it's just it's just horrendous. But the uh-huh. outline, the idea of the prequels is not bad. And and it's better sort of, than I mean, what that, we got from Disney. Well and <laughs> well <laughs> I think this is getting a, turned yeah, into we're, a we're Star Wars. Yeah, we'll Wars save this for you. Yeah, we'll save it. But speaking <laughs> of George anyway, Lucas, yeah, go ahead. Say, Clone Wars Clone Wars is amazing. I highly recommend right. that everyone should go watch it and I'll right. let you know how I feel about Rebels afterwards. Uh, okay. so what have you been watching, Andrew? Yeah. Pete and I both, as part of our Saturday night movie nights that we have with friends over Zoom, just watched Willow 
1988 fantasy George movie. Lucas movies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he he came up with the story. He didn't do the screenplay or directed it. Ron Howard uh-huh. directed it, um, so it had that going for it. Um, have, just to butt in for a second, have you ever seen that interview with him where he talks about how um, he wanted like Willow's universe to be inside of a Medichlorian? And that's what? like the ultimate game plan, like how it's all connected. All he wanted to like connect all of his movies and like, like inside Medichlorians are other universes and like Willow's universe. I have not be... heard yeah. that. Yeah. Whoa, that's unleashing a whole different can of worms. I think George Lucas should just take his $4 billion and you know, <laughs> go away. <laughs> I think, that's like, I don't know, that's, that's horrible. like some Men in Black. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, going yeah. On right there. So go back to Willow. Um, yeah, Andrew, just, go ahead. Uh, I remember watching it as a kid, and um, and what I remember of it was that it freaked me out <laughs> as a kid. And as an adult, I understand now. And it was this running gag throughout the movies. We were all watching it like, oh, this is a kid's movie. And then something like horrifying, low-key horrifying would happen. And like, this is that's nah, all right. This is a kid's movie. <laughs> then there's this this troll was turned into this bloody meatball. Oh, it's a kid's movie. Oh, that scene. <laughs> there's some like sexual double entendres and stuff and other uh, questionable content. Ah, it's, it's all right. It's a kid's movie. Uh, it, I think it's PG-13. Is it? I don't, I don't know why anybody would... No, maybe it's PG. I no, it's PG. It is PG. Okay, yeah. well, it is a 1988 PG. Right, 1988 PG. Um, yeah. it's, I think the, the way it was shot, it's, it's a pretty good-looking movie. Um, some gorgeous mm. scenery. Some of the set pieces look pretty rough, but other mm-hmm. set pieces look pretty good. I um, wouldn't give it a gorgeous rating overall. That's fair. I'd give it a good rating overall. Maybe I'm just I'm thinking it's better than it was because I had much lower expectations. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's pacing is rough. It's horrendous. Yeah. I would say horrendous pacing. Horrendous. Yeah. It's horrendous. It uh. The beginning drags, drags. And then the, and then you're at the final fight already. You're like, oh, we're here? Okay, cool. <laughs> like, finally so... got to um, where where the, the pacing was sped up a little bit and there was some more action and things were actually going on. It was it was actually kind of enjoyable. But for the first two thirds of the movie, it's pretty bland. And the the, the brownies, is that what they're called? These they're yeah, little yep, like yep. pygmy people. Um like Gulliver's Travels or mm-hmm. whatever, something like inspired by that or what have you. It's they were obnoxious. They're the 1988 equivalent of Minions. Um, it was just not. It made fan. me appreciate Lord of the Rings pacing. I'll give it that. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought Lord of the Rings pacing was bad, but man, no. But after watching Lord of the Rings, I take all that back. By the way. Lord of the Rings has fantastic pacing. And it definitely feels inspired by um, Tolkien books. Oh, it must have been. Must have been. Um, can I, I $137 million in the box office, which is pretty impressive for me. Back then, it's really yeah. good. Yeah, Probably because of George Lucas's name and some of the other star power behind it. Most likely, right. yeah, because it's after yeah. the Star Wars sequ- uh, trilogy. Starring so Val Kilmer, too. Willow made me feel so uncomfortable. Like I can't put it in the words. Because unlike Andrew, I've never seen it. I've never heard of it. Uh, it was oh. a brand new experience for me. All I knew was George Lucas. And that's it. I remember so. watching it a ton when I was younger, like in the 90s. Uh, 
Um, it was one of my favorite movies when I was younger. <laughs> now I gave it a pass on things like uh, you know, like camera work and uh, technology, like the brownie CGI, not the CGI with the green screening. I gave it a pass on all of that because it's eighty-seven, right, or whatever the year was. What I did not give it a pass on <laughs> was, like Andrew said, the pacing, some of the character writing. Like Andrew kept oh, bringing this up while we're watching this: the woman, the damsel in distress thing with the, uh, the beginning love. of the movie they, they play it off like there's these two like really strong female here, here, characters here. you got the queen who's, have the, who's the villainous and you're like oh okay that, that's cool she seems like a pretty decent villain or at least from the very first establishment of her character uh-huh. and her daughters is princess and she seems like kind of this ba warrior type you're like oh cool look at 1988 being being uh progressive and having strong female <laughs> characters and then nope. <laughs> they just just destroyed the the princess character and she just falls head over uh, well, basically falls head over heels for the one male uh, and is relegated gosh. to uh, a side character that's just there to fall in love with with him and i was like I was, my favorite part about all of that is during the raid of the castle everybody's like ah dying <laughs> she's just standing there just staring at him <laughs> just like doing nothing like she's holding <laughs> Like stop! I sense your daughter will betray you. My daughter will never <laughs> betray me. Your my daughter is apparently just a useless false love, for yeah. some random poetry. I just love it's like her her mind got sucked out of her at like the half point of the movie because like even when you see her after like the transition she's just standing in the background like <laughs> while they're talking <laughs> like. <laughs> It's just really sad. It had this potential for a really awesome character, just Uh completely wasted. Um, I'm going to go ahead and blame that on George Lucas because he did the same exact thing in the prequels. I don't know if y'all noticed. Oh, yeah. With Padme. Mm. Padme in episode two in Attack of the Clones was pew, 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 pew. pew, Bad butt of a character. And, um, and, you know, and um, in episode three, she's just like pregnant, home alone, just crying every scene emotionally unstable like just complete 180 dies from sadness um you know so we should have seen it coming yeah well you know what nobody saw it coming apparently some new seasons for some new shows because that's what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> what <a segue. laughs> horrible segue that was a rough that was like a george lucas segue to the next scene. tim and uh ben we need you to come back Frankie's getting ready to murder me. <laughs> um, so, describing a little bit better about what you're talking about, we're going to talk about TV shows that we thought should have gotten another season um, that were canceled. And from any timeline, from anywhere. And I will start off. Uh, I'm going to throw one out there for Tim and myself. Clearly, the number one answer anytime this topic comes up is Firefly. Um, it yep, did go on to get a movie that did not do very well, but the storyline of Firefly was amazing. Um, there's no reason during a time where uh, Stargate was on TV and Stargate Atlantis was on TV and there was another Stargate that was on TV and Star Treks were on TV forever that we couldn't get another season of Firefly, which was an amazingly written show. Um, so that's number one for sure and that's all fox's fault fox is where tv shows good tv shows start off and die and hopefully they get picked up by somebody else uh i'll throw a more recent one up there um 
this past season, they uh, this season or the end, I don't know how to word it. What I'm trying to say, because I'm an idiot. Ben can drop in that that thing he likes to. I can't like even talk. Such as... Oh my yeah. Oh my god, I can't even talk. Anyway, restart. I'll throw in a show that just got canceled, uh, which is ABC's Single Parents. Um, it was on season two, I believe. Um, and it what were season? Yeah, season two. Season two. And it was about these single parents. Uh, it stars um, uh, Taron Kilman, uh, who's like the lead play, the lead guy, and um, the Brad Garrett from uh, Everybody Loves Raymonds. And it's just about these random group of parents and all the kids are around the same age and they go to the same school and they're all single. And it's a, a funny sitcom. It was great. Aaron and I both love watching it. We watch it every week. Mm-hmm. It did really well as far as rating wise. And like Rotten Tomatoes has it as like a 75 audience score of a 90. And the worst part was there's clearly these two main characters who you kind of want to get together. And with COVID-19 and everything happening, the, it didn't finish the season and ended with the penultimate episode. So, which leaves on a giant cliffhanger of what's going to happen. And then they canceled the show. So now no one has any idea what's going to happen. So it couldn't even get like a lot of these shows that got canceled this year. Didn't even get a final episode, which is crazy. And that kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, And I'm sure some of them ended fine. It doesn't make a difference, but this one at least left you on the cliffhanger. Like clearly something was going to happen next episode and now we'll never know, but it was a really funny show and it was a great little, you know, half an hour comedy. Uh, ABC canceled a bunch of shows this year. So I thought that was kind of weird, but I guess it is what it is, but I think one more season would have been great for that show. What about you, buddy? Well, you know what? I'm going to defer to Pete first. I'm going to defer to Pete. Okay. I just want to say, I think House of Cards show. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> oh, ben. That, was, that was a stupid joke. Okay, That's pretty done. <laughs> um, now, I just want to say, I, I'm not a TV guy much, much of the days. Uh, but I will, I will refer to a show I watched years ago. Um, Sherlock with uh, Benedict uh, Cucumber. Or, uh, yep, that's him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not even gonna attempt this last. Will be cabbage patch. I got. Yeah, you. yeah. Smog from our favorite Hobbit movies. Um, I know I had about three or four seasons, if I remember correctly. Um, I just felt that. Uh, are you guys familiar with the uh, Sherlock universe? And have you guys seen like other uh, portrayals of Sherlock, like Robert Downey Jr.? I've seen the Robert Downey Jr. movies. Okay. Right. Yeah, I know. Of like, you know, I've seen the Scooby Doo episodes and, and right. Robert Downey Jr. movies. Perfect. So, have you seen the Game of Shadows, the second Robert Downey Jr. movie? Yes. Yes. Do you remember the Moriarty in that? Mm-hmm. Do you guys like that? Yeah, it was all right. I think I thought that was masterful. Now, have you guys seen the Sherlock with Benedict? I've not. Okay. First, I would like to highly recommend it. Um, I'm gonna. I was googling earlier the cast members because I want to give them the credit that they're they, they're due. Uh, the reason that I would have liked the diff- uh, another another season or two seasons actually is mm-hmm. because I think the Moriarty in that show is uh, they kind of trying to portray him as a madman. Uh, he comes in his first appearance. He's like, ha, 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 ha. He's like screaming <laughs> all over the place with a gun. It's, it's just wild. It's wow. like the complete polar opposite of Robert Downey Jr.'s Moriarty. He's like calm and collected. He's like, 
oh, would you sign my book? Oh, you know, and, uh, and uh, I used to be a boxer, you know, and, you know, very noble, elegant things, you know, sure, uh, uh, like poison. And uh, this one's got bombs, and he's like robbing places, blowing people up. He's like, like a white ISIS. Uh, and um, I guess for the modern day, <laughs> that's what they wanted. But I wish that they would have, uh, you know, built him up a little bit more. So I don't think he was some kind of a coked up. Excuse me, sorry, I don't want to reference drugs, but he was like you. a crazy person. Um, but I think Better Than Cumberbatch is brilliant in it. Uh, I know you probably, I don't know how you feel towards Martin Freeman because of the Hobbit movies, but... Um, <laughs> I love Martin Freeman. I, don't, I, mean, I love him. Hobbit movies are horrible, but Martin Freeman <laughs> is, is great and can do you know very little wrong in my eyes. So I, I just, I was looking at IMDb as you're talking about it. And I was like, oh, Martin Freeman's in it. I might watch it now. Right, he plays... Um, uh, oh my lord, brain, brain freeze. Watson. Thank you, <laughs> Doctor Watson. And I thought he was brilliant, like a, he was a vet. He just played it brilliantly. And um, Sherlock's uh, brother um, is played by that, uh, that chubby British guy, super famous, Stephen Fry. <laughs> and uh, he does really well. And I just want to give that cast the credit that it's due. It's a brilliant show. I'm not trying to sound British, but I wish uh, it would have gone a couple more seasons. I defer to you, Mr. Andrew. Well, Pete, those are some <laughs> great, <laughs> that is some great uh, insight there. Thank you. I've, I've, I'm convinced I need to see Sherlock. I've had a number of people tell me about Please it. Please do. It's Same with Clone Wars. I haven't watched either of those and I've been meaning to just, I, like you said, I'm not much into shows. Uh, mm. I would rather watch movies and just kind of have right. all the like conflict resolved in a more contained story um shortly contained story but um i do enjoy a good tv show every now and then mm -hmm. i actually got some inputs from some friends uh my buddy sammy said he he would like to see the glades continued i haven't seen that um I haven't either. Uh, another friend of mine wrote uh bananas in pajamas <laughs> that sounds amazing Thanks, definitely, cut, definitely cut short <laughs> thank you barry for that can you we give will, me a we'll synopsis right of that. that what is it Oh, they're bananas in pajamas, and they okay. go marching down the stairs. <laughs> and they're bananas in pajamas, and they're holding teddy bears. You had me at pajamas. Yeah. I will give it a watch. <laughs> you had me in bananas. It's <laughs> <laughs> My friend uh, Univeth said, I zombie. Apparently that was canceled. Was that cut short? I feel like that almost went on too long, and I was an iZombie fan. But it was, I don't know, I didn't watch the last season, so maybe it got, maybe it got cut at the end. And they, but in all, in, every, in studio's fairness, every season of that show should have ended with no cliffhangers because there is no guarantee it was coming back because <laughs> it was not great. I can get behind that. <laughs> and lastly, my friend Randa said uh, she would like to see the original Teen Titans uh, animated. Oh, series. that's good. That's really good. Yeah. So, yes, I agree. <laughs> I'm glad you're so lit up about no, that. No, I'm so lit up because that was a part of my childhood. They, I love they, that show. They made another season in Are you talking about the little kitty one? No, no, the cartoon one. Not Teen Titans Go. They made they made Don't a ever third say that. Season. Don't ever say that again. Don't say that phrase. <laughs> Teen Titans Go. Actually <laughs> I had a babysit someone a couple of summers ago. This um and and they loved Teen Titans Go and I'd sit down and it wasn't I I enjoyed it. <laughs> if you have to watch a kid show with like a right, eight-year-old, it's, right, it's definitely great. 
Um, yeah. If no, you they don't made... expect it to be like a continuation of Teen Titans as a whole, right? Like, right. Yeah, when the got DC, some pretty good gags in it, when but... the DC app came out, they created a, a third season of uh, Teen Titans. They did. I'm gonna have to give it a go. Yeah, the it's last, great. Where I ended up, if I remember my, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, was that they were fighting a Deathstroke in the final battle with the Raven, and uh, it was like the final showdown. Right. Yeah. They. Yeah. They yeah. did a whole third season. And yeah. I don't know. The DC app came out. That's wonderful. I'm gonna have to go. I'm not paying DC a cent until the Snyder Cut's released, but I'll go. Uh, I'll watch it with some other means. But it's not gonna make it better. I promise you. Stop. Stop. It's gonna. It's gonna. <laughs> it's I don't, we debate about this later, but I just want to say you only saw 15 percent of the movie. Okay. Uh, he's doing reshoots. He's bringing Henry Cavill back. Ben Affleck is coming back. The, oh, the, the, the Garbazzo I, being right there back. is the is the two problems. Henry Cavill and no, and they're good actors. Ben Affleck. No. We, what did we discuss about Star Wars? You can have good actors and a crappy movie. No, I get it. But just <laughs> let let Snyder breathe. I like him. I like him. He's oh, made some man. horrible movies. I know. Yeah. I know. And they're horrible. They're yeah. dog crap. It'll be better when Listen. Snyder's DC's problem is Zack Snyder. Once they get rid of Zack Snyder, they can have a better DC movie. Listen, there are moments in DC movies with Zack Snyder in it that I go, "Wow, holy crap, it's so awesome!" Drew is a moment yeah. is a moment. In I get a, it. In a I get it. I get movie. it. I get it. But I enjoy what I can have. All right, well, I learned like that as, as a pretty as, cool fan. As long as you're happy, as long <laughs> exactly. as you're happy, that's all I that just, matters. Listen. I've said it once. I'll say it again, Pete. I think you and I both have agreed that if Zack Snyder like teamed up as part of like the creative process in creating movies with somebody else, I think yep. they c- could really take off. He just cannot take the executive director position and yes. the movie suffers if he does also man of steel possibly confirmed man of steel 2 possibly confirmed by the way everyone i just wanted to let you know where everything else gets blown about- up and destroyed Stop. i know that's why one big gripe with that movie <laughs> Zack snyder would be in a is an amazing uh, gets that gets Zack snyder as the dp and i'm behind it Perfect. Yeah, yeah, don't let him have absolutely. any creativity. Don't let him have any in, have introduction any with the with the act, unless it's about where the camera angle is going to be or where you know and all that. I don't I don't want him touching a film. Right. Unless you just want a big blow up explosion movie. I mean, he's pretty much the Michael Bay of the superhero universe. Right. But I'm going to disagree yeah. slightly with you. I'm going to say Henry Cavill Superman's fantastic. I'm going to say Ben Affleck as Batman is fantastic. I, I like Ben Affleck. I think I like them both a lot. Not the killing um, people part, but his nope, acting. Nope, is, not that part. He killed, uh, we counted how many? Was it 18 people in yeah. that car chase scene? He killed, directly was involved in murder During of 18 people. We, uh, Which, we listen, I'm them. okay with because I like those darker characters. And I, I think my biggest gripe with Batman is that he doesn't kill and he could save thousands of lives by just killing Joker. And we can get into that right. whole another day. But it's, um, I understand why people didn't like big, hardcore Superman fans didn't like Henry Cavill's Superman because of how dark it was and that's just not how superman is in in comics and so i, I get it but I, I i didn't care for it too much either well one second guys i think i can hear ben saying guys stop we're going overboard so <laughs> well, i think it's time to wrap things up i'm about to take my shirt off he's gonna have to edit all this <laughs> Please, uh, Andrew, please have me back on so I can debate Frankie for like three hours about Star Wars and Zack Snyder. Oh, we'll, we'll have a whole conversation about. And I, I don't please. think you're. I don't, I'm not saying you're wrong about. Uh, no, I'm not levels, saying you're wrong either. But we'll. We'll. I'll find out. I'll let you know for sure how I feel. Yeah. Go ahead, watch it. We'll talk about it. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad you guys enjoyed that, uh, Frankie. Where can people find us if you they can, want to let us know? 
you can find us on Twitter at three critics pod, go into the Facebook page, hit the like button and get to comment on all of our posts and talk to the other incredible fans about how horrible we are or how great we are. <laughs> and uh, don't forget to go into iTunes, hit subscribe, uh, leave some comments and uh, give us a rating so we can get out there to more and more people. And if you enjoyed having Pete on, please tell us, we will bring him back. Oh yeah. Pete, <laughs> where can people follow you? Uh, I, uh, I don't no really do media. stuff like this. No, I do. I do. I'm, I'm a photographer, I guess. Uh, follow me at Peter yeah. Cuppe Photography. I mean, not .com. It's an Instagram. Peter Cuppe Photography. Cuppe, K-U-T-D-Y. Yeah. Do it up, people. He's good. All and right. he lives around where we went to school, Frankie. I'm a local. I'm a local. Where were you? Uh, just like rough location, Frankie. Where you I'm in Royersford. You're in Royersford? Yeah, yeah. You're right down the street from me. I'm going to skip yeah. back. Oh, I'm in Schwanksville, actually. So right there. Oh, you're literally right down the road. Yeah, they can come. <laughs> I'm literally coming over right now. Yeah. We're debating all night. <laughs> you, you think I'm kidding? No, no we're <laughs> good. I, I live I live right by the giant. Right down the block. Uh, oh, my. You're literally two minutes from me. I yeah. live. Um... Well, thanks, everybody. for listening. Oh, yeah, no, we'll, we'll, talk, yeah. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Have a good one.